This episode of Attention Talk Radio is brought to you by children and adults with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Welcome to Attention Talk Radio, your ADHD information station where we help those with ADHD pay attention to attention. With your host, ADHD and attention coach, Jeff Copper. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to this edition of Attention Talk Radio. I'm your host, ADHD and attention coach, Jeff Copper. Our topic tonight, ADHD, the pervasive pronoun problem. Uh, We're going to get to the content in a moment. Before we do, we'd like to thank children and adults with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder for bringing this program to you. In celebration of that event, we're anxious to give away free digital copies of Attention Magazine. To get yours, just listen to our show. We'll be sharing a secret word a couple times. Write it down. Listen to another show um, and write down the secret word of that show. And then just email me the the two words. That's all you need to do. Email address is attention at attentiontalkradio.com. When we get it, we'll forward it to Chad. We'll get you a PDF copy of the current edition of Attention Magazine, and they'll send you a PDF copy of the next edition when it's in print. We have a little tip that we're going to share with you that Chad made, and we'll get into the show. You've heard it from organization experts and others. If you want to get things done, you need to keep to-do lists. If all the things you need or want to accomplish keep you up at night, you might think about spending five or ten minutes before bed writing down your list for the following day. Some people prefer to start their day by creating a list. Choose whichever works best for you. To learn more about time management and ADHD, visit chad.org. Thank you so much, Chad, for your continued support. For those that are not aware, Chad is the largest not-for-profit organization that advocates on behalf of those with ADHD. We encourage all of our listeners to either donate or become members to support Chad. Financial stability is really important for them to have the resources to have people lobbying uh, on Capitol Hill for the ADHD community and working with different regulatory agencies on wording to make sure that uh, those with ADHD get the accommodations that they need in order to thrive. Again, for more information, to donate or to uh, become a member, go to chadd.org. Okay, so um, this is going to be a little bit of an interesting show today. I, if, and you listen to a lot of podcasts about ADHD or other places. You know, I think you might find this one to be a, a really different take on things. But I think it, if you really pay attention to this, it can be very insightful. ADHD is an executive function impairment. Executive function is a collection of mind tools that um, are used individually and collectively to think towards a goal. Human beings are different from other animals because we could use reasoning and problem solving in order to do things like build sophisticated tools, which really make us different from everybody else. So often people make observations based off of their senses, what we see, what we taste, what we feel, what we hear, what we smell. And executive functioning uh, individually and collectively are invisible. They're intangible. Uh, We can't touch them, see them, taste them, etc., so we have a tendency to make judgment on people based off of their behavior that we can see. In my practice, uh, I'm a big fan of Dr. Russell Barkley's uh, construct on executive functioning. To me, it's, it's, uh, it's, it really explains executive function in a way that I, I really haven't understood elsewhere. There's repeatable patterns that are actually explained by the model. I've built something called attention scope. It's a way to take the individual parts of a uh, Executive function make it kind of tangible, hence attention and scope, like microscope, telescope, et cetera. So with that being said, just as a, a backdrop, 
I really want to emphasize that ADHD, more than most people really think about, is a thinking impairment. You see people that are unable to focus. They don't stick to what they're doing. Uh, maybe they're off doing something else, and we say that they have a focus problem or they're lazy. And in a sense, symptomatically, that's it. But the root cause of the problem isn't just their willpower and stuff like that. It's basically thinking inside of their head is more challenging than neurotypicals. It takes a lot more mental effort. A way to maybe conceptualize this, if it's 150 degrees outside, who wants to go outside and do any gardening or mow the lawn? There's that urge to escape and stay inside. But because we can't see executive functioning impairment, people have a tendency to view the world from the lens of their own head. And so neurotypicals can't conceptualize what a thinking impairment is and just don't understand and tend to like just, just the kids distracted or unfocused. And so today's is a little bit of a catch 22 show because I'm trying to describe that thinking inside your head towards a goal is impaired. I've done lots of shows. I mean, lots of shows on working memory. One of the things I'll often do with somebody is to get them to conceptualize this as I'll ask them to calculate three to the power of five in their head. And I get, oh, I'm not any good at math. And they begin to try it sometimes. Other times people don't even try it. But if you go three times three, that's nine times three is 27 times three. This is the area that people kind of, because they're having to do more complicated math and they get lost in their head and they're like, and then they realize that they're having to get to 81, but they're realizing they lost track of how many threes it is. And so I've had one person get it before, but basically it's difficult. And I stop them. I say, do you notice is that you're not learning anything new here. You, you, you know this, but you're having to calculate three times three times three times three and keep track of the number of threes. That's using your working memory. That's impaired. But what I want you to recognize is, the, oh, huh, I'm not a good at that. That was the emotional reaction that you had. Part of executive function is emotional regulation. That was a reflexive reaction that you had, often to escape thinking. Again, I'm going through this is just to kind of spend a little time illustrating it, is that we have an emotional reaction to escape thinking when it's really difficult. Understanding ADHD is as a thinking impairment. I get a lot of people that come to me and they don't think through stuff. I find that uh, people use a lot of pronouns. Pronouns. Well, what is a pronoun? It's a word that we use to refer to someone or something uh, that's used as a noun. It, him, that, whatchamacallit. These are all pronouns. Him, which him? John, Bob, Dan? Don't know which one. But it's a generic word. It's referring to something. All right? Sometimes you know we're talking about Bob. But it's to a noun. But what I'd like to illustrate is that often people are using these pronouns and they're not exactly sure what they're referring to. So a lot of times I'll have somebody come in. What do you want coaching on? I need structure. What, what does that look like? And they can rarely answer the question. What they know is they're having a hard time um, getting things done. And when they say, I was in school or I was at work, there's structure. Well, there's people that are there, and there's predetermined times where you've got to be at things. It's not that difficult to 
have a predetermined time that you should do something. It's really not that difficult. You can just arbitrarily say, I'm going to do this for an hour. Often I find is that what people are lacking is the they're, they have people to remove ambiguity and to collaborate with uh, when they need it. But again, just to say I need structure and people don't understand really what they're talking about or what they're looking for makes it pretty difficult for them to find it. You might want to argue with me, but a lot of people come to me, I need a plan. And I say, well, what does that look like? And they don't know. Um, well, some people, a plan is really just scheduling. Some people, a plan is to set out a list of one, two, three, four in order to accomplish something. But I'm going to take a break here in a minute. But what I want you to really kind of take from this piece of it is that thinking is difficult and people often use or refer to pronouns like structure or plan or time management to be these things when you ask them they have to think about what it is that they're really talking about, and more often than not, they don't even know. They can't actually define it. There's a feeling that they have, but they don't know what it is. All right. I'm Jeff Copper, ADHD coach for 15 years at Dig Coaching Practice. We're going to go to a break uh, real quickly. Our secret word tonight is pronoun. Again, our secret word tonight is pronoun. We'll be right back after these messages. Your life, your world, your choice. This is Attention Talk Radio. Are you always late? The Time Timer is an award-winning time management solution that's helped millions of people with ADHD manage life better. As time passes, Time Timer's bright red disc disappears. Visit Timetimer.com and use the discount code ATR for 15% off. Transform lives as a professionally trained ADHD coach at the ADD Coach Academy. ADHD coaching is in demand, a calling, and a career. Learn how you can change lives by going to addca.com slash ATR. That's addca.com slash ATR. Managing ADHD is about pausing before you ponder and proceed. This opportunity to practice pausing is being brought to you by digcoaching.com. And now, back to Attention Talk Radio. Okay, everybody, we are here um, trying to... Digging into this a little bit, um, ADHD is an executive function impairment. Um, thinking towards a goal is an executive function, and it's impaired. Um, one of the things that I'm trying to illuminate is people with ADHD, they tend to talk in the terms of pronouns. Um, and when you think about it, a pronoun is a great way of not having to think very difficult about exactly what you're talking about. It's an escape. Uh, before the break, I gave an example of how I will try to get people in an experience so they can understand what I'm saying, calculate three to the power of five. Oh my God, I'm not even good at math. That's that emotional escape that you're seeing as a focus issue. So when I come to coaching, one of my go-tos is what exactly are you talking about? What is structure? What is a plan? What is it that you're really, really trying to do as a means to get them to gain some clarity on really what they're kind of looking for? Now, I'm going to digress here for a second and come back because there's a concept that I think is really, really important for people to understand. Let's say a person, what they want to do is they want to have a plan for Thursday. And what we're talking about, they want to identify what they want to work on, and they want to identify a time block that they're going to do it at. And so what I find frequently is people will – I'll talk to them, and they'll write these things down in a calendar or on a sheet of paper, whatever you're going to do for Thursday. And they feel like, okay, I got a plan. 
But what happens is a week later when they call me back, they didn't do what was on the plan. And there's a distinction here that's really, really important to understand is that when you do what I just described, if we're defining a plan as sitting down and identifying different things that you want to work on in specific times during the day on a Thursday, typically you're writing down what you think that you should do or what you think would be good for you. Um, after all, there's something that you ideally wish to accomplish. People with ADHD, the issue is not the plan. The issue is doing the plan because what they'll end up doing is not what they should do or what would be good for them. They'll do what they want to do. Again, they end up doing what they want to do. A lot of them will argue this and they'll focus. I need a plan. I need a plan. I need a plan. And again, I get I go back to I've actually got to define one this year. But the issue really is it's so much the plan. It's actually um, not doing what you want to do in service of the plan. That's where self-regulation kind of comes in. While I'm talking about this and I'm off on a little bit of a tangent, I'm also going to say a lot of people will come to me when they want um, to manage money and they want to do a budget. And they've tried it a gazillion times, and either they haven't gotten the budget together or they did, and nothing really happened. And so I described to them, well, what is a budget? And most of them have this vision of a spreadsheet. Often what I find is a budget's really just you're just trying to conceptualize your money. Why? So that you can make a decision at the cash register. This is where people with ADHD have a hard time. It's where self-regulation comes in, right? They make the budget maybe with somebody's help, but when they're at the cash register, they still buy what they want to because they want what they want. That's not a budgeting issue. That's a self-regulation issue. So let's go back to the big hand. When you have ADHD and you begin to think in terms of um, structure and plan and time management and these types of things, they're implying that you want to get an outcome, but most don't actually stop and think about what exactly it is that they were, they're looking for or what they need help. What I find is what they're really looking for is point of performance help when they run into moments of ambiguity, Okay. Let me frame this out a little bit. It's a very subtle thing. I, I talk a lot about how like 80% of procrastination is rooted in ambiguity. Another way to put it is there's a huge relationship between uncertainty and avoidance. After all, if you don't really know what to do, you might as well go get something done. The way I like to illustrate this is uh, before the pandemic, I was coaching an individual Early on, and I was asking them to go notice what they're procrastinating on and identify what was ambiguous. And that person was arguing with me um, that it was all fear. And I was like, well, I don't, I'm not so sure it is, but go pay attention to what I'm talking about. And they weren't really looking for it, honestly, and they weren't able to see it. However, the pandemic hit. Now this person is working out of their house. When I get a text one day, what I get is, oh, my God. I was on my computer doing something for work, and there was something that was being, needed to be done that there was a procedure, and a step was forgotten. Okay, Now, when you forget a step, that's a working memory impairment because you're trying to retrieve knowledge that you know of what that step is, and you're not able to do that. In that moment, the person realized that when they were in a work environment, they would lean over to a coworker and ask them, and they would get the answer. The, the person would tell them what the next step was, like in two seconds, and they would be right back to work. Boom. Wouldn't even know what happened. It was so quick. 
maybe they're in the room like that for two hours. That's the only incident that happened, maybe possibly, but they got what they needed and they're right back to work. So this particular day, there was no coworker. So the person instant messaged coworker, not knowing if the coworker was at the desk, if if the instant message would get the coworker's attention at all, or if there was other pressing priorities. So as the person waited a couple minutes, they got up to go get a cup of coffee and they never went back. Now, in talking to the individual, there was somewhere on the company's intranet where you could go find what the procedure was. But where that was was very ambiguous and was going to require a lot of effortful thinking, a lot of maybe time to go find it. Remember, thinking is difficult, and so the person just escaped, get a cup of coffee, and off they went. Pandemic, my phone's lit up like a Christmas tree because everybody was sent home to think inside their head, and I got a lot of, I'm unmotivated, I'm lazy, I'm not productive, um, as if they were not using their willpower. And I said, well, I'm not so sure it's that. I think you have a thinking impairment, and right now you're having to think on your own. Dr. Uh, Thomas Brown once said, as the need for independent work increases, ADHD productivity decreases. Where am I going with all this? Well, often people with ADHD are looking for these tangent, these things, these pronouns that are going to do it. And I think the, the elephant in the room is being in a situation where you can have people or resources that can efficiently help you remove the ambiguity and help you think. Let's go to a break. We're going to come back. Um, again, I'm Jeff Copper, ADHD coach at Dig Coaching Practice. Our, our secret word tonight is pronouns. Uh, again, pronoun. With that, we'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to Attention Talk Radio. We'll return in a moment. Your life, your world, your choice. This is Attention Talk Radio. Change your life by learning more about managing ADHD. Other places give you a few tips. The ADD Coach Academy will change your life. To find out more, go to addca.com slash ATR. That's addca.com slash ATR. Are you always late? The Time Timer is an award-winning time management solution that's helped millions of people with ADHD manage life better. As time passes, Time Timer's bright red disc disappears. Visit timetimer.com and use the discount code ATR for 15% off. Could hiring an attention coach really help you move forward? (laughs) Does a child get wet when they dive into a swimming pool? You can get started moving forward today. Just call Dig Coaching Practice at 813-837-8084 and schedule a free consultation. Tell us you heard about us on Attention Talk Radio and get 50% off your discovery session. For more information, visit digcoaching.com. Don't delay. Do it today. And now... Back to Attention Talk Radio. Welcome back, everybody. We're Attention Talk Radio. We're having a conversation. The title is Pronouns, a Pervasive um, Pronoun Problem. Um, really goes back to thinking because a pronoun is uh, it's, 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 it's vague. What, studying is an example, right? I need to study. Well, what exactly do you mean? There's all kinds of different ways to study. What I think people mean mostly when they are struggling is that they're trying to figure out how they gain resources around that they need to figure things out, often in the moment, or sometimes be able to see in the future what resources that they need around at point of performance. So um, 
let's take studying. I get a lot of people like, I need to study. I need to study. Well, what exactly are you doing? Well, I'm studying. What, what, what does that mean? Like, 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 I have to argue with them. Like, well, you know, I'm on my bed. I'm highlighting the book. I'm writing out my notes. And then I'm reading that route. Or like for me, when I got my, uh, I was in graduate school and I would study, I would rewrite my notes. So I would try to get it down to a, a five by seven card. I would shrink it and, and I would take all the information, try to get it down and synthesize it both in terms of concepts and in terms of um, shorthand to get it to fit on a very small card. That process of getting it to that card was all I needed because once I got to that point, I wouldn't need the card. In fact, I had a accounting teacher who allowed us to take the card in with us and I never referred to it because that was the process that I digested the information and got to know it. I often have students that don't understand their thinking process of digesting that information. Often, an industrial engineer looks at processes and begins to say, okay, how can we manage efficient processes in order to produce things? Thinking is a process to produce things. So often, people don't actually study their own individual process of putting things together, and they'll have a tendency to not to want to have to process or get help with other people and moments when there's ambiguity, et cetera. I want to pause here for a second. Remember the topic is the pervasive use of pronouns. By talking in these generalities and not understanding your specific ways, we can begin to understand how you're not thinking about exactly it is what works for you. That requires thinking. And so when you sit down to think, you bounce off of it. And so there's, you just, there's a lot of anxiety that is a result of some of that stuff. I think most of the time people, when they're sitting down doing this, they're looking at, I need to make an easier way of thinking. I'll bring another top topic up, time management. Time management is a working memory issue. Working memory, part of it is visualizing the future, being able to see time. problem with people with ADHD is it's too difficult to say, I've got an appointment and think through, I've got to get up, I've got to go get my wallet, I've got to get my phone, I've got to get a jacket, I've got to get into the car, I've got to get out of the driveway. That might take seven minutes to do, but it's invisible. It's too much thinking. So if you have to drive 15 minutes to get there and then you have to park the car, you have to walk into the building, you've got to find where the office is, go up on the elevator, that might be another seven minutes. So they don't think through all that time. It's tedious. It's too difficult. So time blindness isn't as much of a time issue. It's a thinking challenge. More importantly, struggling emotionally, not wanting to put that much work into it because it's 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 effortful and difficult. And so at the end of the day, where I want to come together is a lot of times people they teach they're, they're focused on pronouns, and I would encourage you to what exactly is I'm looking for. How is it I can make my thinking easier? What is the perfect world? There's a lot of people that I coach right now, and I say, well, what would be the easiest way of doing this? There's no plan in place, but they're printing it off, and they lay it all out, and they're able to process that information, digest it, and move it forward in order to get to goal-oriented uh, topics on their own. Again, thinking inside the head of people with ADHD is difficult. They have a tendency to latch on to pronouns, and they're focused on pronouns. They're not anything specific, and so they get challenged and stuck. So why am I bringing this to attention? One is to illuminate that a lot of the issues is a thinking impairment, and the focus should be on making thinking easier. The second piece of it is the insight that if you're using pronouns, you need to stop and probably talk to somebody to get a better understanding of exactly what it is you think that you need or that works. Often that can be done, obviously, with a coach. I do it all the time. Um, you can do it with a tutor, a parent, or something like that. The, the trick here always 
also is to make sure that you're not working with somebody who's been successful and they want you to do it their way. It's really best if you get somebody who has an open mind and help you identify your instinctive ways of digesting information. Anyway, I hope this is giving you a pause to think and understand what's kind of going on so you can problem solve more effectively as opposed to uh, banging your head against the wall. I often tell people, if you feel like you're drowning in a sea of strategies, um, you're throwing spaghetti against the wall, and often you're not really dealing with the root cause. Um, even if, you got, if you're looking for apps and stuff and, and technology, if you sit there and say, how does my brain work, and what's the easiest way for me to see and think and problem solve that way, I think you might find it more effective in the long term. Again, my name is Jeff Cobber. I'm with Dig Coaching Practice. Our secret word tonight is pronoun. Anyway, I hope this is giving you pause to think. Really pay attention to how are you going to make thinking easier, whether you need to do anything. It's not so much the structure per se or the plan per se or time per se. Just how do you make it easy for you to think? With that, we hope you've enjoyed this edition of Attention Talk Radio. Take care.